Welcome to A Culture of the Supernatural. Hi, this is Apostle Jonathan Bird. Using my experience as a springboard, I want to share with you steps that you can take to begin the process of walking in the supernatural. Amazing progress can be made by both men and women who are willing to be discipled. True freedom is a result of understanding and receiving the truth about yourself and your creator. Come and join with me in today's message. Good evening. It's good to see all of you. Jesus said a lot of marvelous things. One of the most marvelous things that Jesus said was, blessed is he or she who hunger and thirst. The supernatural is for people who hunger and thirst for the presence of God. It's for people who are committed and convinced. You should write those two words down, committed and convinced. Jesus constantly tested disciples to whether or not they were committed and they were convinced, constantly. Every time he taught them something, he tested them. Did you hear that? So every time your apostle teach you something, is going to test you. But it's because it's only in the test is something steadfast, rooted, and grounded in your heart. That's the way faith is. And if you, if you don't talk to yourself, you'll never understand yourself. Did you hear that? I said if you never talk to yourself, you'll never understand Yourself. One of the greatest conversations you can ever have is with yourself. Because there's one thing you and I both know you'll never lie <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> you'll lie to everybody else. But you ain't gonna lie to yourself. Ain't got no amens. <laughs> but that is true. You know, there's a lot of talk, and I'm, I'm going to take a, a detour, a rabbit trail, just for a moment. And there's a lot of things going on in our nation. And there's a lot of people who seem to think that people like me and some others are too political. But I don't think we're being too political. I think we're being biblical. Remember, the Bible says that the kingdoms of this world shall become the kingdoms of our God. If you never understand the world you live in, you'll never be able to affect the world that you live in because you don't understand it. And the Bible talked about it. We talked about it a week or so ago in the book of Hebrews. It says, it says, by faith, we understand. Faith has an understanding to it. And if you never understand faith, you'll never live by faith. And that's why your apostle teaches you principles about faith so that you understand how faith works. Because faith is a motivator. It's a motivator and faith attracts the supernatural. Faith attracts miracles, the supernatural, healing, the divine, 
increase, prosperity. Faith attracts it. So you have to understand how faith works. So I want to take a detour just for a moment. So turn to your Bibles to Matthew's Gospel, chapter 25. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 25. I want to help you understand a position. Um, and when I, when I say position, I want to help you understand it. And, and I, want you to, I want you to do something for me. Over the years, I haven't always agreed with everything I've heard. But over the years, I have matured a little bit and I have learned to eat the meat and throw the bone away. Because everything you hear may not be the way you understand it, but it doesn't make it wrong just because you don't understand it. And oftentimes, you'll hear something that the Holy Spirit is revealing to your natural mind that your natural mind won't have understanding for. But if you just sit on it for a little while, just sit on it, let it simmer and sit on it for a little while and search it out in the scripture, it'll bring understanding to you. So in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 25, in the light of where our nation is today, what position shall I be in? And, and, and Peter said, and when we see these times approaching, he says, what manner of man ought we ought to be? He asked that question. What type of people ought we to be when we see times like this, troubling times, crushing times? And uh, my, my wife and I was talking and I says, honey, let me help you understand racism. I says, racism is not a people. Racism is a mindset. The only time you, you have a behavior is because somebody has a certain way of which they think. As a man thinketh in their heart, so is he. If he was not able to think of it, he would not or she, he or she would not be able to have a behavior. Do you understand that? It's like children. You don't, you don't discipline, you don't discipline children for behavior. You discipline children for attitude. You change the attitude, you correct behavior. It is the same way with adults. You change the attitude of the heart and you change the behavior. It doesn't matter where there's one or a whole nation. It's the same principle. Does it make it right that people get treated unfairly? No, it doesn't make it right. But right now, we're not talking about right and wrong. And that seems to be the problem. The problem is everybody wants to talk about right or wrong, but that's not the root of the problem. Turn to Matthew's Gospel, chapter 25. Let's begin with verse 31. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all of the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. Jesus never called people black, white, Hispanic, orange, purple, green, uh, fat, tall, skinny, midgets. He never called people that. Jesus, in Jesus' eyes, there was only two kind of nations, sheep nations and goat nations. Sheep nations and goat nations. Look what he goes on to say. And he will, he will set the sheep on his right hand. It's a place of authority. 
but on the goat on his left. That's the place where they're just fellowshiped. Then the king would say to those on his right hand, come, blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared before you before the foundations of the world. Somebody say, that's me. He says, for I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked, clothed, and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Verse 37. And then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and fed you, thirsty, and gave you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and did not take you in, clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say unto you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you have did it unto me. Then he goes on to talk about those on the left. And he says, Depart from me. You are cursed into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. So hell was never prepared for any human being. It was always prepared for the devil and his angels. Will people go to hell? Absolutely. But it was never God's original plan. That's just like healing was never God's original plan. Divine health was God's original plan. Abraham, I have said to you in this church, Abraham was a very rich man, but he was still poor before God. And when God called Abraham, the first message that Abraham, the first gospel that he ever heard was the gospel of prosperity. And God said, Abraham, I'm going to make you wealthy. And there's a difference between riches and wealth. And God said, Abraham, in blessings, I'm going to bless you. In multiplying, I'm going to multiply you. So he tells Abraham, I'm going to take you from riches to wealth. And it was the first gospel message that Abraham ever heard. And the scripture says then, if you be Abraham's seed, then you are heirs according to the covenant. So every single person that walked through every member of this church should tithe like they have lost their mind because you are moving from measure to fullness. Listen. What you give to this church is a one-time gift. What you receive by giving to this church is a perpetual harvest that will not stop. Do you understand that? Because that's how you're going to move. You're going to move from measure to fullness. That's how you're going to do it. And you watch. I am telling you, there are things that, that God is waiting to pull the curtain back for you to see. You are a wealthy person. You don't even know it. You say, well, I can just barely make it. That's because you keep eating your seed and you keep stealing from yourself and God. Well, are you ready? Then you say amen. There wasn't a week that went by that I wouldn't put money in my apostle's hand before he passed and went to glory. Not one week. His car was never dirty. He's never had to take his clothes unless he decided to, to the cleaners. He never had to do it. And every person that was ever involved in Mighty X ministry 
grew up the same way. I breaded that into their thinking. A young man came to my house after hearing me teach this in Mighty X, came to me, I had bought a brand new lawnmower. Didn't have it two days. Put, took it out the box and put the wheels on it. And he came by my house, knocked on the door, and next thing I know, he walking around the side of my house. He walked down the street with my brand new lawnmower. And, and I had bought a catcher for it. I really wanted to use that lawnmower. And I said, I hollered at the door. hey, we going with my lawnmower. And he come back, and he said, Apostle, he said, you'll never have to cut your grass again. I haven't cut my grass in 10 years. He's there every week, every single week. Has his own business. He's growing. I brought 22 men up here to that post office up here to get their lead abatement uh, um, supervisors. And, and all 18 of them actually graduated and have supervisor license all across the state of Illinois and, and, and living in tremendous amounts of income now that they've never could have believed. Right here in your city. You got a wealth in your own city if you just look up. God told Abraham, he told Abraham, he says, look, look up, look up there. He says, which one of these fields do you want? Do you want the green one or do you want the spot? He said, look up. And he looked up and he gave the best land to Lot. Why? Because there was nothing that he needed. And what I love about the story about Abraham, Abraham never built a house. He always lived in a tent. He was always prepared and ready to go when God said move. I keep my luggage by the door. I can have my luggage in five minutes and be in my car and ready to go. I'm always ready to move when God says move. That's a mindset. And it's a mindset that you have to have. Why? Because this world is not my home. And everything here we will leave behind. Everything. So that needs to be your mindset. I'm not saying that, I'm not asking you to just pour out your heart and give your apostle everything or do this. No, I'm not asking you to do that. I'm not asking you to do it to please him. I'm asking you to do it because you need a better quality of life. Because you need a better quality of life. You say, well, what about him? Don't worry about him. God knows how to take care of him. He get crazy. God knows how to take care of him. Ain't no nut to her. God can't crack. And I've watched God crack the many of them right down the middle. But you have a good man and a good woman here in this church. This is Apostle Bird. So glad that you tuned into the podcast. I'm looking forward to you enjoying it again. Come with us soon and meet us with our next Supernatural Podcast. God bless you.